Well, hello there, Patricia Hampson. How do you do, Elaine? (laughs) What a wonderful experience today. My name's Elaine Winkler. I'm the Managing Director of Transmedica, and I have the absolute pleasure of chatting with my very dear friend, Patricia Hampson. Patricia has been in the cosmetic industry for a long time. She's one of the pioneers of injecting, starting way back with collagen. And, of course, she's a very experienced Aquamed injector. And I would like Patricia to share her journey, uh, give us a little bit of knowledge about how she entered the industry, a little bit of background about her nursing career, and um, we'll just have a bit of fun and a bit of a chat, I think. How does that sound? Sounds pretty good to me. Um, might I say that I started nursing a lot of years ago. We won't say exactly when, but it was a long time ago. Um, I did have a very, very lengthy career in the mental health department in Victoria. Truly. Because I, I loved it. I thoroughly enjoyed it and I thought my career was over in nursing after I'd had that period. But I had a girlfriend that worked for one of the leading plastic surgeons in Melbourne and he was looking for someone that had some idea of how well his patients were before he actually operated on them. So he felt that I was probably appropriate Mm -hmm. so that I could let him know that people were um, able to go ahead with surgical procedures without him worrying about litigation for no good reason. Smart man. Hmm, Very smart man. What was his name? Leo Rosner. Mr Mm -hmm. Leo Rosner, unfortunately. He's no longer with us. I consider Leo to be my mentor in this business. I think everything I know about cosmetic and plastic surgery, Leo taught me at some time or another. And uh, it's sad that he's not here, but he was responsible. I started working for him, uh, being his cosmetic nurse assistant removing his sutures, doing the dressings. I went into theatre with him and watched every uh, procedure that he did, Mm. everything, uh, which was invaluable to me at that time. So it was a great apprenticeship? Oh, great apprenticeship. And I was fascinated with it. I knew nothing about plastic surgery at that stage. It was like only movie stars had that sort of stuff done. But when I was working for him, I became fascinated with it. And then, unfortunately, much to Leo's disgust, uh, my then-husband suggested that we shift up to Queensland. And Leo wasn't terribly impressed at all. I could imagine. He's lost Mm. his right-hand girl. Well, he wasn't wasn't happy about it. However... um, He, at the time, was doing a lot of Botox injecting. And, of course, collagen was in the offing at that stage. And when I I went into my own business here in Queensland, I had a modelling agency and a hair and Mm. beauty salon. What year was this? Oh, God, this would have been... In the 90s? This would have been in 88, 89, around then. Anyway, cut a long story short, Leo wasn't about to let me get away Mm -hmm. scot-free, so he registered my business in Queensland as his place 
of working when he came up here to the Gold Coast and consequently I would refer people to him for surgery in Melbourne and he would come up every so often and do a list of Botox on my clients. Very clever. He was before his time. He was well before his time. He really was. Very he visionary. was always in trouble with the men, with the medical board, I can tell you. Always in trouble. He was always being fined for doing something naughty. Oh dear. So that's what he was like. But, cut a long story short, he said to me one day, look, this is ridiculous, me having a list of Botox people to inject. You do my Botox for me. So I thought, okay, that sounded pretty good. I knew how to, he'd taught me, so I knew how to do it. And it wasn't enough for me. I wanted to learn how to do other things because if I was going to do the, put the forehead out of action, stop people from frowning, I wanted to be able to inject other parts of their face and make them look gorgeous as well. Fantastic. So he supported me and had the collagen people teach me how to inject. So this is in the 90s now? This was in the 90s. In the early 90s? In the early 90s. Beautiful. Very early. Well, that's fantastic. And you started up um, with Paul Downey on the Gold Coast at the Lotus Institute? Exactly. What happened was, after a few years of me doing that for Leo out of my own business, I got rid of my own business, or I was getting ready to get rid of my own business, and um, Paul Downey and uh, Peter Widdison, both plastic surgeons, uh, knew that I was doing Leo's injecting and they didn't have an injecting department here at the Lotus Institute so we got together and they asked would I like to do their injecting for them because being plastic surgeons they were too busy doing the surgical work and of course I jumped at the opportunity. Isn't that and wonderful? Yeah I've been here ever since. What a ride. Mm. So with regard to Aquamed, now you've mentioned the toxin, the Botox, mm-hmm. and of course you've mentioned collagen, which was mm-hmm. the best, the at, best of the best the at the time. It was the gold standard. Mm-hmm. Of course, um, Restylane came on board, and I think going back, this is a bit of ancient history. I was the rep. You were the rep, and that was when I first met you for Qmed. I wouldn't use Restylane. I know, much I kept saying to you, why aren't you using Restylane? That's right, and I kept saying to you all the time, because I inject Aquamid and I love Aquamid, and the Restylane people don't want uh, Restylane put in the same faces Mm. that, that have got Aquamid. So I didn't have a Restylane account at that stage. No, you didn't, and I can... Really, you were disgusted with oh, me. Well, couldn't I couldn't understand why oh, I wouldn't. Well, we were all given the, you know, the the short shift that um, Aquamed was never to be spoken. Of. Absolutely, and of course, the reason for that it was the uh, major competition to of their course. coming product, Perlane. Mm. But moving on, we then um, met again mm. when we introduced. Uh, the Ontase range the on-taste to Australia, range. which is now the Bellatero range. That's right. And um, we embarked on some training together. We, not only did we embark on training together, you're being super modest here, because in actual fact, you were the first person representing a company 
that introduced weekend training for doctors and nurses in that product. And we, we had fabulous times teaching doctors and nurses how to inject those products. We did, because the, the thing being with it, with that product, is it was a very superficial injecting, much like the collagen. Much like the collagen. And mm. I um, realised that, and so I had to call on some very experienced doctors. I think we had Dr Mary Dingley. Yes. We had Dr Doug Gross. Yes. And Dr John Dr. Flynn and John yourself. Flynn. Yeah, and me. That's Four correct. And that was accredited with the ACCS mm. at the day. Mm. And we also embarked on a training program for Aquamed, if I remember correctly. Absolutely right. And you were very instrumental in running us alongside with Dr. John Flynn. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, at that time, I was extremely flattered because mostly it was doctors that were working in training programs. And you gave me the opportunity to be an equal trainer uh, with the Ontes products. Well, the reason for that being is you had more experience than a lot of the existing doctors. <laughs> <laughs> and um, well, We're not allowed to talk about things Well, we like can't that. talk like that, no, can we? No. We but I noticed that um, in those days too, there was still a lot of resistance to Aquamed. Oh, there was. In fact, I was contacted by several people and they told me when I started injecting Aquamed that uh, I was going to be out of business within mm. 12 months mm. when in actual fact it's the might I use the word ignorance of the product by the people who were telling me this mm. and let's face it in this business there's a lot of industrial espionage and the temporary the people that had the temporary fillers didn't want to have a long-term filler coming into the equation that was going to take, they felt, half of their business away from them mm. because all the heavier products then mm. wouldn't be necessary. Mm. And in fact, I'll go so far as to say that each one of the companies, with the exception of the one that we were working for at the time, um, said that... Uh, um, there was no reason why uh, Aquamid couldn't be injected as long as the Aquamid and the temporary filler weren't injected in exactly the same spot. There wasn't a problem. But the truth is, nobody wanted to take responsibility if it was the other product that caused a problem. And in all fairness, Aquamid's a superb product for the lips. It is the most natural product, natural feeling product that you can have in the lips. And I still do temporary fillers of all types. And the truth of the matter is, Aquamed, in my opinion, is superior. The problem with Aquamed is in 2% out of 100% of people, they can have an inflammatory response. It's the same principle as a breast implant. You can put a breast implant in, in 2% of the people, the body won't want it in there. The truth is, we learned how to deal with that problem mm. with Aquamid and the lips. And, and it doesn't frighten me at all, but I tell the client that they must listen very carefully in our initial consult. Mm. Because 
I'm not interested in doing it or putting Aquamid in anyone that doesn't know everything about the product. So it's a very thorough consultation, which is incredibly important. Absolutely. And if anything, at most mm-hmm. adverse events, yeah. come back to yeah. the initial consultation yeah. and the patient management. Absolutely. And in fact, the reason that I had people coming to me from all over the place to have Aquamid removed or to have inflammatory responses treated is because um, people knew that I knew what I was doing Mm. in that field and that the plastic surgeon that was looking after Mm. what I was doing knew how to look after it also. Well, in in those um, initial training programs for both the HA products that we mm. were distributing mm. which was the Ontaris range and then more recently was the Tioxane range yeah. uh, and of course Aquamed yeah. being the long term hydrogel yeah. Yeah. the main areas that we focused on was the correct patient, patient selection this Ab- was the criteria vital, vital, yeah. vital and then the next one was the correct consultation which we covered absolutely the use of aseptic technique, which is Absolutely. very important. It doesn't have to be a sterile technique for doing this. Of course, the product is sterile, but it has to be clinically clean. Mm-hmm. And you do have to be a lot more careful if you're injecting Aquamed, a lot more careful with the cleansing and the um, preparing the person than you do for the others. Of course, we covered the correct injection technique, yeah. meaning that we don't inject under the eyes and the tear trough, we don't inject the temples, and we don't inject the glabella or the vermilion border. Absolutely right. All of the above. And because they're inappropriate areas mm. for Aquamid to be used. But Aquamid is superb in the body of the lips, not the vermilion. And contrary to popular belief... You can use Aquamid in the body of the lip and temporary filler in the vermilion of the lip at the same time, mm-hmm. and it doesn't cause problems. We've, um, we here at Transmedica have had 20 issues now of our newsletter. We were monthly and now we've gone to issues. And the reason for that being, of course, was the pandemic and mm. there's only one of me and I couldn't be flying solo all around the globe. You disappoint me, actually, <laughs> Elaine. I've always known you to be able to do miraculous things. So we came across this way that we could educate people. And by educating people, I think most doctors would like to know more about the product. They seem to be a little bit fearful uh, of the more longer-lasting hydrogel. Mm. But I think that comes down to a little bit of ignorance about the product. A lot of ignorance. In the, in the, last, in the last issue, issue number 20, Dr John Flynn uh, was fantastic in reviewing a couple of clinical papers mm. where it was proven that not all permanent fillers are the same. Mm. And this product... Um, which is the Contura Hydrogels, have now other applications, mm. which include urinary stress incontinence for men, right. which include uh, the Arthrosamed product, which is now coming onto the market. It's mm-hmm. in the market in Europe, clinical trials mm. for the human mm. knee joint. They're in the veterinary mm. market. Are you aware exactly. of that? For yeah. um, end-stage arthritis mm. in um, dogs and in horses. That's right. There's um, a urinary yeah. continence product, Rectomed, coming on board. Yeah. So the safety has been proven, but like anything, it has to come down to the person who is injecting must mm. have the knowledge, exactly. the competence, mm. 
and believe in themselves that they can handle absolutely any not a very large factor also that happened I believe with Aquamed during this period was uh, it hadn't been passed by the FDA in America that's correct now it has and I think a lot of people were opposed to it. A lot of doctors we're talking here felt that, well, if America hasn't accepted it, there must be something wrong well, with it. Well, the Aquamed actually doesn't have the FDA, but the Bulkamed, the, the Bulkamed, the Bulkamed yeah. got Which the FDA. Which is still polyacrylamide well, hydrogel, exact, is it it's not? It's exactly the same. Yeah, exactly. And while we're at this stage here, we might as well um, repeat that mm. Aquamed is 2.5% polyacrylamide. Absolutely. 97.5% sterile. Water. Absolutely. Can you explain a little bit how Aquamed works in the skin? Absolutely. Number one, it has to be injected deeply into the face, and usually we're talking about areas that we want volumizing. The lips really are the only part where you go subcutaneously. You go under the skin, but you're on top of the muscle. Mm. You don't go into the muscle. Um, it's a beautiful product to volumize because it feels like natural tissue. Mm. I would defy anyone to say that they can feel Aquamed in somebody's cheeks or in somebody's lips even or in any area of the face. Um, my family, members of my family have Aquamed in their face. My eldest daughter has it in her lips. She's had it for eight years, loves it because nobody knows, her boyfriend has no idea. I'll probably get into trouble for saying this now. However, it, it, the point is it's a nice, natural feeling product. How it works and how different it is, they used to feel that the Aquamid formed a scar tissue around it in an elongated fashion because you only did retrograde threads of the product. Mm. But they've found over the years with studies that the Aquamed actually over time combines with the surrounding tissue. Therefore, everything that goes into the tissue goes through the Aquamed as well. So it which has that means, water interchange. Yeah, it, there's no water interchange. Mm. It is just that it combines with the natural tissue. That's why it feels so natural in, in the face. It's a beautiful product and I've always been very frustrated, as you know, mm. because I've been loving it for years. Um, I've always been very frustrated with the fact that there's so many misconceptions out there about the product. I and agree. I, I've got all the doctors, and I shouldn't say all the doctors, but a lot of the doctors that can't be bothered with injecting or don't want to be injecting themselves refer their patients to me. Mm. And several of them are doctors that I've injected with Aquamed at training sessions, mm. and they've loved it so much. Well, let's hope that yeah. they're reading the Transmedica news mm. and uh, reading those clinical papers. And being doctors, they're very adverse at um, reading papers and yeah. deciphering oh, what's no. right and what's not. And um, if they is, if mm. they do read those, they'll get that little uh, bit of information that shows mm. them that they should know what's happening mm. with Aquamed. Because if a patient does... Uh, present at their clinic with Aquamed, mm. we do want them to have that bit of knowledge that they mm. can refer on if they do not wish yeah. to treat exactly. the patient themselves. Exactly, and John Flynn has always said, and you know I have the utmost mm. respect for John, John has always said, and this is true of temporary fillers as well, 
doctors should and nurses should not inject anything into a person's face unless they know how to fix any adverse events that may occur. That's true. And that's the problem. That's what caused the problem with Aquamid initially. But I believe that by introducing such a great education mm-hmm. program, it's making all the difference to I the think public so. acceptance. Patient management, do you want to talk a little bit about that, how sure. you and Lotus Institute manage the patient's sure. post absolutely, procedure. absolutely. To start with, people don't escape from me at all initially. We'll take a, someone that's had their lips done, for instance. After they've been injected, I bring them back two weeks afterwards. Because uh, Aquamid isn't a volumising product in the same sense of the temporary fillers, which call on the moisture or fluid in the face to, to swell, Aquamid doesn't do that. Aquamid is an implant. Uh, so the quantity that you use is going to have to be larger than the amount that you use in a temporary filler. So if I do a mill, and it, I judge the person at the consult, if they are happy for me to go slowly, do one mill at a time, I'm happy to do that. Then they understand what the product looks like, whether it's going to do the job, etc. I bring them back then two weeks later. If they want more, they can have more. After two weeks, I'm quite happy to inject more into the area because by then it would have healed, it would have settled to a degree that I'm looking at what is there. Um, People go, oh my God, how many mills, you know. I've, I've had people that have had lips like a letter box slot, if that's not a derogatory comment, but non-existent lips, they've sometimes had to have four to five mil mm. of Aquamed to give them a set of lips, mm. but they look superb. You know, they're absolutely blown away by it. But I don't do four or five mils immediately. I bring them back fortnightly. That's a good idea. What about prophylactic antibiotics? What are your thoughts on that? Definitely. They have to have prophylactic antibiotics. Definitely. Um, One of the things that we like to avoid the inflammatory response is by the person having prophylactic antibiotics, if there are any little bugs present, they're going to be knocked off as a result of. But what prophylactic, of course, we're just preventing an infection from rearing its ugly head. I'm also a great believer in antihistamines in that early stage because it helps control the swelling in the area, which is another reason that the circulation's not interfered with. Mm. That means your healing ability improves because of that. Um, and Dr. Peter Whittison oversees all this scripting. Always, mm. uh, yes. The first consultations with Dr. Peter Whittison? Absolutely, there has to be, has to be. Mm. We've been working so closely together that... Um, Dr. Widdison knows what my ability is. Uh, if it happens that he's had a consult with a person, he knows how I inject, I know how he injects. He will say to me, he'll prescribe the Aquamed, 
and he'll say to me, you do that, mm. you know. But he always writes it in the notes. And, of course, if Aquamed is not what Peter Whittison would um, use, oh, he will... Then he, he will, would prescribe yes. the temporary fillers, most definitely. Or, if need be, surgery. Absolutely. We and that, have that's, a and that's what's things. really important. And, look, to be quite honest with you, with this 2% that have the inflammatory response, I had a lady back just the other day... Um, and I'd, in, I'd injected her lips 14 years ago. She had an inflammatory response about five years ago. Didn't come back to me as I instruct in the consult, you know, make sure you come back to me. And she finished up with a large lump on the upper lip because if you have an inflammatory response, your immune system starts pumping little white cells into the area and it will make the Aquamid grow in a sense. So it's then pushed out of the area that it's been put into, into a surrounding area. It's so easy to remove the product that had she come back to me when it first happened, I would have, it would have been a breeze. As it turned out, it was a breeze anyway. I was very excited because I got it out very easily. What I did was put a large gauge needle into the lump on her upper lip and I got every skerrick of the acrimid out. It just squeezed out like a pimple. Isn't that amazing? Because we do actually have footage of Dr. John Flynn mm. extracting mm. Aquamed with mm. a large gauge needle mm. on the website. And Absolutely. I think that was also included in the last newsletter. Yeah. Uh, many doctors that have injected Aquamed years ago, mm. if the patient turns up to their doors, they sort of don't want to know anything about no, the patient. And I think that's mm. wrong, actually, because and there I is think a... that was another reason why uh, it... it doctors were so opposed at the time to it. That's another reason why. They didn't want to be bothered. They didn't read the insert in the um, uh, Aquamid box, which tells you about the inflammatory response. It doesn't call it an inflammatory response, but it tells you about it. But the doctors don't, didn't want to read mm the insert in that box and they don't want to be bothered with problems afterwards with a product. Mm. But Dr Whittison and, and uh, Dr Downey knew what a magnificent product it was and that only 2% of the people that mm. we injected, and I mean we're way, I, I've lost count of how many people I've injected. Well, I tried to do an approximate count, and when I got up over a thousand with the lips, I thought I'd better leave it at that. Uh, but other other areas as well, you know, and other areas there's less of a problem. The main problem with other areas is if you get an infection, mm -hmm. and you've got that risk with a temporary filler. Also, today we've just um, done some filming on one of your patients. Yeah. that is a reconstructive patient. Yeah, uh, and that's post surgery from yeah. where she had a prosthetic nose injected exactly. when she went. Um, what was it? The prosthetic nose was performed. Yeah, she a, had a prosthetic nose. I think she said that was an Egyptian plastic that was made of. Yeah. But she did have her ribs grafted mm. to create her cheekbones, mm. the malars, and her jawbone too. Amazing case. Absolutely. And what you achieved there we're going to highlight in the next newsletter, yeah. but you can just give a little um, preamble sure. of what you did. 
It was amazing because we used at the time, we'd used seven mil of reconstruct um, Aquamed, which is a heavier duty which we needed because she had absolutely no fat mm. in those areas of her face. And her face tended to look exceptionally flat as a result of that. And that was the thing that made her look different. So what we did was use seven mil and put it in the cheeks. So it gave the us some projection. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and to give some form to the cheeks, some mm. softening to the cheeks. Faces need to look soft. Mm. And when you've only got bone showing, as everybody knows, if you get a skeletal person, they don't look great. So what we did was put volume in there. We did her lips because she had very fine lips. We put some, some along her jawline. And um, just today... I put a little bit of uh, toxin in her brow to get rid of the... And we did her nose. I elongated her nose. Uh, we put a little... Well, actually, we put about a mil of Aquamid in the tip of her nose to make it longer because the uh, prosthetic uh, splint that she had in there didn't bring the tip of the nose down far enough, which made her look very strange. So we've elongated her nose. And that was after Peter had a bit of a play around with some saline with some in the saline. nose. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very important that if someone's having their nose changed like that, that we do it with saline first so that the person knows what it looks like. Because sometimes people don't want to change their appearance to that degree mm. and the nose can be very very confronting mm. I fortunately have done a lot of always with Aquamed sometimes with temporary filler a lot of noses I think it's um, absolutely fantastic uh, I think you are the lip queen Trish and I don't think anyone's about to um, take, that. take that title from you at all. I just love that title. The reason I love the title is because there's not very many nurses that have doctors that are competent in the aesthetic field that refer people to them. Rarely do you have doctors that say, you do this better than I do and this person is sick of having temporary product mm. and would like something that's going to last longer. That's, that's why the Lip Queen title. I do I'll, think, I'll take it. I'll take I do it. think it's very reassuring that you have the backing of the plastic surgeon. Oh, it's, it's necessary. It's vital, in mm. fact. It's vital. There are the odd occasion when somebody's had a, an inflammatory response. I've taken any lumps out that I could with, mm. the, you know, using the uh, needle, and we're left with this hard lump. Particularly if somebody's left it for years mm. before they've done anything about it. And I'm not talking just my clients here. I'm talking clients that other doctors over the years. The ones that you were talking about, that when they turn up with a problem, say, No, I don't want to know about it. Well, they get sent to me as well. And then there are times when Pete has to, Dr. Widdison has to actually mm. uh, surgically 
remove those little ones. Mm. But fortunately, there are not many of them these days, which is good. Yes, I think education is the key to everything mm. in life, and especially with those um, doctors that sort of more or less boo-hoo the product, that when mm. you put them uh, on the spot and ask them, tell me what you know about Aquamed, they can't answer the question. It's very little. And I think that's quite sad. So let's mm. hope that these newsletters are educating them all. Mm. I know when I... Um, when I left QMed and came on board with Rob Gregg, mm. who had the distribution of Aquamed, at first I said, I said I didn't know why on earth I'd take this job. But, do you know, I said to him, I said, why don't you send me some clinical papers? Mm. I'm no nurse and I'm no doctor. Mm. But I can tell you, I read those lipoatrophy papers and I knew straight away what a fantastic product Absolutely. this was and how it could change people's lives. Absolutely. And, of course, the HIV patients were immune suppressant. Mm, absolutely. And the results were fantastic. And for the fact that Aquamets had nearly 20 years of TGA approval mm. speaks for itself. Recon absolutely. is the new product. Yeah. And um, I'm hoping we can continue along and help, I know help with will. people. And I know with the patient that you did today, yeah. she is a perfect example mm. of some humanitarian mm. work that we'll continue Absolutely. to do. And, and let, let me just say too, just in praise of the plastic surgeons here mm. at, at Lotus, um, Paul Downey mm. and Peter Widdison um, recommended one of their patients who had had radiation treatment on a birthmark as a child who who hadn't had any development of the right side of her face, the flesh on the right side of her face, came to see Dr Downey because she wanted to look good for her daughter's wedding photos. And at that stage, between myself and Dr Downey, we put 16 mil of Aquamid in the right side of her face, mm. which made it match the left side of her face. And she looked absolutely fantastic in her daughter's wedding photos, even if I do say so myself. And she was absolutely over the moon to have that done. Isn't that beautiful? Mm. I mean, at the end of the day, I would really like to see it a plast and mm. organisations like Smile mm. pick up this product Fabulous. because if the plastic yeah. surgeons actually trialled the product like yeah, Peter absolutely. has and yourself yeah. and seen the wonderful results and how it changes people's absolutely. lives, um, I think they'd realise that this is a niche product. Mm. It's not for everyone. I do not believe it's the first product that any new injector picks up at all. Oh, definitely, definitely not. not. It's for and a very, fact, very experienced, yeah. specialised yeah. treatment. I think the trouble with it is people do have to know the difference mm. between it and other injectables. And if they don't know that and they're not an authority mm. on that, they shouldn't be allowed to touch it. Yeah. And that goes for doctors and nurses. Mm. Because I felt early in the piece, Aquamid was never given a chance because we didn't have enough education going on. See, you, you've done this. I mean, you're, you're a great educator. That's your thing. That's that's why. I remember going back to Ontes. You know, it was the same principle with you. You've always been educate, educate, educate. 
Well, I think if you educate the masses, uh, it uh, always comes back tenfold. Mm. Well, Trishy, we're going to have to wind this up, but I thank yeah. you very much. I've loved being sitting here on the couch with you over a cup of tea mm. and having a little conversation. Mm. And how long will you keep injecting? Forever. Good on you. <laughs> I have no intention of going anywhere. I love what I do. I absolutely adore what I do. Why would you stop doing it? People say, if you work at something and get paid for it, something that you love, you've never worked a day in your life. I've never worked a day in my life. Everything I've ever done, right. work-wise, I've loved. Well, it's true. I love the industry mm. as well. And you're exactly the same way. It should yeah. be noted, Paul Downey's retired. Yes, and Paul's Peter, retired. And Peter's here, and he's got a new young gun, Drew Cronin. Yes, yeah. Dr Cronin has come into the practice, and he's just as supportive as Pete is. Mm. It's wonderful. Isn't it fantastic? Mm. And just to finish off, we've got um, a lot of ENTs coming on board using mm. the product for non-surgical rhinoplasty, yeah. which is fantastic. Yeah. It's being used, Jason Oates, Dr. Jason Oates yeah. in uh, West Australia yeah. is doing the clinical um, trials for the penile yeah. augmentation in the glands. Yes, exactly. There's some very exciting yeah. times coming along there with are. Kintura, and um, Kintura yeah. is really going places, yeah. and I'm really happy and to be on this with journey with you. And science, too. Oh, well, all the little mean, pooches you know, need looking yeah. after. I mean, I'm a dog lover, as you well know. They're the best people. And um, I believe it's being used brilliantly in joints mm. with animals. Exactly. And then watch this space for the knee joint. Well, thank yeah. you very much. We're going to have to wind, it, wind up. it up, of course. I'd love to speak here all day. Can I just say what a pleasure it's been knowing, knowing you, not that I'm not going to not know you, but knowing you, and I want to thank you too for the encouragement you've given me over the years because there's been a lot of it. Thank you so much. It's been a mutual admiration society. So look for the next Transmedica issue where we'll have the patient journey that we referred to, the reconstructive patient. Uh, I think you'll be wowed at the um, and very enthralled at the uh, journey of that patient. It's very good reading and I'm hoping that if any of you, any of you doctors out there have any alignment with humanitarian causes, please give me a call. I'd love to donate some product and uh, the world needs a smile on their face. Thank you very much. Yeah.